At Urban Farm Podcast, we are all about education, and April is Foliar Feeding Month. Have you heard of it? It is a super simple application of spraying liquid organic fertilizer on your trees and garden plants. The leaves, branches, and trunks are incredible at absorbing nutrients. And if your soil isn't great or your pH is off, foliar feeding is a quick and long-lasting fix to get your plants the nutrients they need. Want to learn more? Join us for our free online webinar on how to apply this amazing process to your gardens and fruit trees. Visit urbanfarm.org to sign up. That's urbanfarm.org. Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 604th episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today on our podcast, we have someone who is connecting farmers with farm workers looking for jobs. We're talking with Michael Schaefer about finding farm hands. Michael is an Iowa entrepreneur on a mission to close the technology gap in the farm employee marketplace. With roots in farming and precision agriculture, Michael understands the challenges farmers face in connecting with the agricultural and urban farm workforce. After interviewing hundreds of farmers and ranch owners across the country, he developed the Farm Post app previously the Farm Hand app, to make it easy for farmers to connect with experienced help in their local areas. In less than two years, the Farm Post app has helped farmers fill thousands of positions in their farm operations. Welcome to the show today, Michael. Are you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock, Greg. Excellent. So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at today? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. So I grew up, I live in eastern Iowa. I grew up here in eastern Iowa. I, I was raised on some small family farms. We had some horses, some small livestock, not very many crops, but I always had a passion in agriculture. So growing up, I worked on you know several other farms in the area just for several other farmers, and I kind of widened my horizons of knowledge of agriculture itself, at least on the eastern Iowa portion. After high school, I got in at the large local farmer. Uh, we had just over a thousand acres, wow. a couple thousand head of pigs, and I was a full-time employee to help run the farm. That same person also owned a precision ag business. So after a couple of years of working in just the farm, he asked me to join the precision ag side of things and kind of, you know, double dip and do both sides of things. So along with working in precision ag, you spend a lot of time face-to-face with farmers that are expressing what their problems are. And as a precision ag specialist, it was my job to identify those problems and find a solution for them. Then just one day, I was installing something on a guy's planter in the middle of April, and it just hit me that we needed help on the farm that night to sort pigs. And I didn't have any help, and I didn't know who to call. I pretty much worn out all my friends at the time for calling them to help sort pigs <laughs> right. or hogs or do anything else in the farm. So that night, I, I just started calling some app companies, and I was like, hey, you know, what would this cost or how would this be possible? Um, I looked at a bunch of different ideas from building websites to an app to newspapers and stuff were kind of wore out. So I was just on the hunt for a solution to find help on the farms. So hold on here. Um, hold on. You came up with this app midday and by the end of the day, you were on top of starting to get it created. Oh yeah. 
Oh, that is epic, dude. Good job. <laughs> I was already getting close. I think I started calling around at probably noon. I think I was just taking my lunch break. I started calling around just getting some quotes. And by 3 o'clock that day, I already had quotes from like four companies on stuff they could do for me and what it would cost. And nice. the rough idea of you know how things would function and how it would work and if it would actually be used. That's not when I started the build, though. The first thing I did after that is I started asking around as many people as I could. Just, would you use this? Would this be helpful? Can this help your operation? You know, because all farmers, including me, we're all in the same boat with the struggles and the struggles when it comes to uh, finding farm help. Yeah. So I just got as many pointers and ideas and feedback and responses as I possibly could locally. And that's what kind of fueled the the engine to really start the farmhand app and what turned into the farm post app. Wow. And so you started out with what we might call traditional farm hands help or traditional farm help on large farms and ranches. So let's start tell me a little bit about that. And then we'll go to the urban farm part. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in my side of the state, or I guess for what our initial target market was, was the large farm operations that had a thousand acres plus. We were trying to help them find their full-time, their part-time, their seasonal employees to make their crop and livestock operations run. Because like I said, it's a huge struggle, whether you're you're trucking, you're loading hogs, you're loading calves, uh, you need someone to run the auger cart or combine, just daily things around the farm. That was our initial target market, and we proved success in that um, from day one. Then we started moving into the small farm labor market or the urban farms, um, and it's been successful for them as well as far as just finding day-to-day employees to come in and help with the smaller certain operations going forward. And if I was a farmer, well, I am a farmer, but I don't, uh, I'm a small farmer. How do I go about traditionally hiring farm workers, people to help? So traditionally, before the farm hand app, a lot of people, the main one was the newspaper. All right. The newspaper can cost anywhere you know, depending on where you're at, $10 to three to 400 to run an ad. Next to that would be Craigslist. And, you know, we've kind of seen a, a downfall in that in the previous years with Facebook coming into play and kind of taking over like the vehicle marketplace and things like that. And lastly, we would use a uh, gas station and diner ads such as like pull tabs or just posting a, you know, an ad on the billboard in there with a phone number on it to call. Interesting. Um, and, yeah, the one thing that all three of these had in common is that none of them were effective anymore. And what really drove the idea for the app was, you know, a lot of my generation or younger are physically attached to their cell phones. Right. So why not put the ad right in front of what they're already looking at 20 hours a day? Wow. And so your your I guess your first challenge was creating the app. The second challenge was getting farmers and people that need farm help enrolled and now your third challenge is finding the farm help to get them with the apps downloaded tell me about that yeah so actually finding the farm help is probably the easiest part of anything you know we can acquire those pretty easily the farm owners though (laughs) i've had some pretty interesting conversations with some guys i mean some guys you talk to they're like oh that's you know that's awesome i'll download it right now and then we come across the one percent of farmers that still have the flip phones they're like what do you mean download an app (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it's, it's definitely been a struggle and i mean some guys it's, it's harder to explain like hey you know download this app you can post your job on there and people will apply through there and they're like so you you mean i have to look at my phone and it'll tell me who wants to work for me like yeah that's exactly what i'm telling you actually wow and it works yeah awesome all right so we have two sides to this coin you got your farmers and you got your farm help 
let's talk from the farmer's perspective. What's a farmer have to do to start getting engaged with your app? So the farmer, all you have to do is go into the app store and download the Farm Post app, or we do have a web-based version that they can go on there and sign up as well. But when they download the app, you have the two options. It's farmhand or farm owner. And everybody sees this as soon as they download it. You choose which one you want. If you're the farm owner, we ask you a few small details about your farm operation, just to kind of feel out, you know, what you do day to day. Reason for that is, you know, when I see some jobs are posted, they give very, very minimal details. So I'll actually go in there and add some details to that job description just uh-huh. to enhance their chances of finding the right employee. But once you get signed up, it literally takes two to three minutes tops. You can hit post a job. It's a large button right at the top. You go through and you just kind of explain what you want that employee to do, what they're going to do day to day. If it's a full-time job, are you going to offer housing or health insurance? If it's a one-time job, just, you know, what is the job going to pay for the one-time job? What mm-hmm. all am I going to do? How long is it going to take? And then it submits to me for, for review and I, I put it through. When the farm hand signs up, it's a little more detailed for their profile. So what I try to do is, you know, whether it's someone that's looking for a one-time job or a full-time job, I try to get as much information from the farm hand as possible. What I like to do is build them kind of a farm employee resume that they're going to be submitting to these farmers when they apply for these oh, jobs. Nice. And like I said, yeah, and that's even if it goes for a one-time job or seasonal, full-time, it doesn't matter. From what I've talked to people about and heard for feedback is the more details you can get from somebody right off the bat, the better the experience is going to be. So if I can put that in front of someone right away, your chances of getting hired are that much better. So when I'm going through and I'm a farmhand and I'm signing up, you know, I want to put in references. I want to put in, you know, work experiences and be very detailed about the description of those. If I've ran equipment, if I've, you know, done something with certain vegetables, things of that sort. The more you can put in there, like I said, it's going to increase your chances of being hired uh, drastically. All right. So from a farm perspective, is there a cost involved with the app? Yes, there is. So we started off as a premium model, uh, but obviously, like any business, we have to make money to be able to grow and expand and make sure that we can keep up in development to keep your user experience great. So the farm owner doesn't have to pay. The farm hand is free. The farm owner can post a job with us for free, just like day one, and they actually have to pay to view their applicants. And the reason I set it up was, you know, talking to several farmers. A lot of them just had mistrust and bad experiences with actually uh, getting applicants for jobs. Right. And that kind of refrains back to, like, the newspaper and Craigslist and, you know, et cetera. So we framed that up to where it's kind of based off of employee values as well. So you'll actually pay a different amount for your full-time employee versus your seasonal versus your one-time uh-huh. you know, job posting. Right. And other than that, there are no no charges for the app. It's free to download. Like I said, it's free for the farmhands to use. So it's really easy for them to come on and just build a profile. It takes you know three, four minutes. And I, I've, I've seen several employees actually go from job to job, not as in like part-time or full-time, but as in just like the one-time day-to-day jobs that someone needs help here or someone needs help there. So building that profile once, you could get, you know, 10 different jobs. You never know. So interesting. And you're keeping track of the jobs that a farmhand has. So you'll actually have a history, a work history for them. Yeah. Yeah. With that work history, I started to include a five-star rating and review. That way, if you hired someone for the day to come in. Yeah. Yep. If you hired someone in for the day to come in and help you out, and they did just a, a killer job you know, knocked it out of the ballpark, give him a five-star rating and let the next guy know that you really highly recommend this guy. 
Wow, that's that's a great idea because I actually so I have a third of an acre here in Phoenix and it's called the Urban Farm. It's mostly my hobby farm because I sit in front of the computer most every day educating people. And one of the challenges that I have and I usually post to Facebook when I need, you know, help project help is, you know, how do I find somebody that's good? Mm -hmm. So your app, the farm post app could assist me with this. Yes. So that's something to be really proud ourselves on is trying to narrow down the quality of all the applicants that everybody gets from their jobs. So whether I have a, a large 10,000 acre ranch or a quarter acre in Phoenix, if I need somebody to come in and help me check out the farm post app, is that correct? That is correct, Greg. Yep. That's oh, right. Nice. This is, this is a huge value for me. And, you know, I only need somebody once or twice a year, so it's not something that I would use regularly, but having that ability would be epic. So I'm really excited yep. we found you. Yep. So, But just like I said uh, right from the beginning, this app or this whole business was started off the idea of just hiring, you know, one-time employees when I needed someone to come help me sort hogs or load pigs at three in the morning the next day. Right. Um, that's what really fueled this whole idea is that we always just needed someone just randomly and I didn't have enough, you know, capital or money or enough stuff for someone to do that I could keep around full time or even part time for that matter. So bringing in those one time employees is a huge thing. Yeah, big time. You were originally creating this app for Iowa. Then something else happened. Yeah, yeah. So from the bat, I, I was kind of thinking small time. And I was just like, you know, if we could just find something for Eastern Iowa or the state of Iowa just to you know, bring in those one-time employees and really get, you know, workers, giving them a way to connect with the farm owners. And then one day, just all of a sudden, we had downloads in every state in the United States. And, I, you know, I wasn't spending a lot in marketing. This was all out of pocket. I was still just working my normal full-time job. Right. And we had a download. We had downloads in every state. And we just wow. had thousands of users coming in, thousands of jobs that are getting posted. Wow. And the organic and word-of-mouth takeoff that this had from the bat opened my eyes to a lot of things. Then we started going in and like bringing on investors. And then, you know, one day they said, well, it's time to quit your full-time job because you have a company to run. And that's when <laughs> it, like, it really hit me that, wow, this idea um, is a lot bigger than just me or Eastern Iowa. I mean, it's affecting a lot more people and, you know, getting out there. So that was a very exciting moment for me. And it really turned things around and just kind of opened my eyes to what was actually happening here. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. And yeah, you know, in, in your bio, it says Michael is an Iowa entrepreneur. Well, welcome to being an entrepreneur that we pay for this stuff until it makes a profit. <laughs> I, I have been self-employed for 45 years and so many times I've had to, you know, you just pay for something until it goes or it goes away. Yep. So Years goes. Yeah. Good, good job. So what kind of jobs? You said thousands of jobs are being posted. What kind of jobs are being posted? Well, it's different all over. We have entered so many different markets now, um, organically and from our targeting, our market targeting. So like I said, in the, here in the Midwest, you see a lot of crops, livestock, and that would include, you know, feeder calves and dairy, especially in Wisconsin. We see dairy jobs almost daily. Oh, yeah. um, we've seen a lot of equestrian, horse, cowboy jobs when you go down south or to the west of us we see a lot of small just farm labor jobs like organic jobs and yeah it's kind of just spread out everywhere and down south southeast we will see once again just some more crop jobs but the crops will actually change time of the year changes the employees change so all around we're seeing you know 10 or 20 different markets at all times that we're trying to connect with and 
you know, keep those employees, bring, bring them in for these jobs. So is there a space for a beginner in this whole process? So a lot of our people that listen are want to be getting into the farming industry, starting a farm, maybe want to start looking for a job, but they don't have much experience. Is there a place for that here? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're a farmhand or a farm owner, it doesn't matter any size. It can be a tenth of an acre or it can be 10,000. Download the app. And even as a farm owner, when you sign up there, you still see the jobs are getting posted by every other farmer. This kind of just gives you ideas of, you know, who's doing what, who's hiring help. You can't see who it actually is, but you can see, you know, city and state and like what the operations like and stuff like that. As a farm hand, if you're interested in getting into this, I say download the app, build a profile, you know, apply for a job that really just spikes interest in you. Do something that you you want to do. And, you know, whoever you're working for is definitely going to appreciate that as well. And what kind of stories are you hearing from the farms? Let's start there. The stories that I hear from the farms, especially going to this point, have always been pain points. You know, I've tried hiring here. I've tried hiring there. never worked. And then they use the farmhand app and they have a good experience. And they're like, wow, I, I couldn't believe that through an app we were able to hire an employee. And I've had people come back, you know, post four, six, eight jobs in one year and still get 10 applicants every time that they, they post a job. Because it is hard as an employer to keep employees, especially for farm work or especially just finding those one one-time day-to-day jobs. Right. Even if you have 10 people on your call list that you want to get a hold of to come do something, you know, chances are one day they're all going to be busy. So if, now that you have a place that where you can go on and just post a job the day before and say, hey, tomorrow I need help from, you know, noon to five, who's available? Having something handheld like that and mobile with you at all times is just great. And the feedback that we get from it is awesome. Cool. One of the things that I like to ask my guests is for success stories, for moments when you get feedback from somebody that says to you as the entrepreneur, yes, this is the reason I'm doing this. It gives you chills all the way down to your toes. You got any like that? I do, actually. I want to say this was last year sometime. An older gentleman, I think his name was Leon or Leroy, super nice, super nice. And he heard about me through his grandkids. And he (laughs) contacted me through the website and he asked me to just give him a phone call. And like I said, this is is an older gentleman. He's probably 80, 85. And he saw the flip phone and he just, he asked me, he was like, you know, I really need help from the farm. I cannot do this stuff on my own anymore. My back is shot. And he was like, I just need help for like one or two weekends. You know, could you help me out? I'm like, yeah, you know, no problem. And he, he described that he, he's not technically um, inclined. I was like, you know what? I'll go ahead and you know, I'll post this job for you. I'll build you an account. I'll post a job for you. So I went ahead and posted a job for him. And I think we ended up getting like 12 or 14 applicants in that one guy's job. Wow. And I called him back to share the good news. And I, I could hear him just tearing up the other side. He was like, you know, no one's actually been there to help me out with this stuff since my wife died. Aww. And but his wife was actually the one that went out there and found people for him to help out and stuff. And that was a very a chilling moment for me, that something just that small that I did uh, right. was there to help that guy out so much. Yes. This is why we do what we do. Absolutely. Good job, man. Yeah. Yeah. That. It, I mean, that's a real story. And it, it really still like just thinking about it back to the day. It sounds kind of cheesy, but it gives me chill. No, not cheesy at all. That's why we do what we do. So I'm going to shift on you and I'd like for you to talk about a time you failed, how you overcame that failure and what you might have learned from it. There's so many there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, heard that. Well, as an entrepreneur, you know, there's that word again. As an entrepreneur, failure is part of the game. Yeah. So 
kind of like I mentioned before, when I first started this app, I had an idea of how I was going to make money. And if, if I would have done it that way, that would have been my greatest failure because this business would have already failed. Obviously, just like any other business, we have to make money to progress and, you know, keep in business. So what I did is I started doing a lot of customer discovery. And customer discovery from an entrepreneur's perspective is reaching out to those customers as much as you can to get as much feedback as possible. And the feedback that I got was the idea that I had from the beginning was completely wrong. And so that is actually customer discovery has been what has led us to our success so far is listening to our customers' needs and pain points and solving those problems for them. Nice. And what do you consider your biggest success? Uh, I consider our biggest success everybody we've been able to help out so far. You know, we haven't been able to help out every single person that's ever posted a job with us. You know, that's I think that's impossible. But we're getting there. We're getting a very high number. We're seeing a lot of results from people. And that that is my best, biggest success is just trying to help people out um, on a day-to-day basis. Nice. And what drives you? What drives me is I just, I love agriculture. I like talking to people. Uh, I like talking to the farmers that post a job with me. I try reaching out to them as much as I can. Just, you hear a lot of good stories, uh, just farming stories. You never know like what direction the conversation is going to go. Right. One guy I talked to this morning, he's like, can you believe the weather out here? <laughs> yeah, I can. We had like sub-zero weather not that long ago and, you know, now it's warm. But just like drastic changes in weather or, you know, politics or, you know, whatever. You always get some kind of curveball thrown at you. You just kind of makes you laugh and enjoy the conversation instead of just, you know, being stuck staring at an Excel sheet or something <laughs> like that. Right. And you are so funny. When we Before we started recording, you said it was 32 degrees. And just a moment ago, you said, and it's warm outside. For me, that's freezing. Yeah. Uh, trust me, that's a heat wave right now. <laughs> <laughs> a heat wave at 32 degrees. Yeah, it was negative 15 for like a week or two there. Wow, that's amazing. I'm I, So we're in Phoenix, and I don't know that I've ever seen 30. Uh, I've seen 30 degrees here occasionally, but rarely do we ever get 25 degrees. Oh, yeah. So after the last couple of weeks that we had, you can walk outside in a T-shirt right now. It's 32 <laughs> degrees. is. <laughs> That's a 50-degree jump almost. I mean, that's a heat wave. It's, it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, 32 degrees is, a, is T-shirt weather, huh? Exactly. Well, for the time being, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd go outside and work all day in a T-shirt, but yeah. There you go. And if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? So one book, I guess looking back, before Farm Post or Farmhand ever originated, I wasn't a huge reader. And when I started the business, I bought, I got this book through a startup factory, uh, the Iowa State Startup Factory, actually, called the Startup Owner's Manual. And it's written by Steve Blank and Bob Dorff. And what that book really expresses, and, and I mean, it was a huge key to my success as an entrepreneur um, getting to this point, was get out of your office. Get out of your office, get out of your house, get out of your vehicle, and go talk to that customer. Mm. Don't assume what they need. Get in front of them, get the responses, and use that response to fuel your business. And that book completely changed my aspect or my view on my whole business. And that book gave gave me foundation to grow on. Nice. What was the name of the book again? The name of the book is The Startup Owner's Manual by Steve Blank and Bob Dorff. And I five-star rating, I highly recommend it. Perfect. If you're an entrepreneur, yep. Yeah. And what one final piece of advice do you have for our listeners? Like I said before, if, if you're interested in agriculture or just like checking things out or doing a new experience, download the app. Download the app, build a profile, and, you know, apply for a day job or two and just, you know, get out of the house and learn something new. It's a great experience and great people. Like I said, I love talking to people. That's just my personality. 
but I highly recommend just getting on there and just going for it. If it's something you think you have interest in or you think you could, just do it. There you go. Gotta love it. Jump in and post your farm or post as a farm help. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us on the show today, Michael. Yeah, thanks, Greg, for having me. And how can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at farmpostapps.com or just download the app, and there's a contact button in there as well. Anytime you have any questions, just use the contact me form, fill it out, and it always comes directly to me. And I'd, I'd like to say that I'm pretty quick with the responses, so if you got any questions, I'd be more than happy to give you a call and walk you through anything. Perfect. You can also find show notes from today's podcast at urbanfarm.org forward slash farm post. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Urban Farm Podcast. Remember to listen for tips, advice, and resources to help you on your journey with urban farming. You can find us on the web at urbanfarm.org or send us an email to podcast at urbanfarm.org. In the words of Vincent Van Gogh, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. Be encouraged that with each lesson learned and skill developed, you are one step closer in the direction of your dreams. One of the first things that many of us learn when we start to garden is how to water and fertilize the soil. But there is an exception to this rule and it's called foliar feeding. You should foliar feed or water the leaves of your plant with liquid fertilizer when you want certain nutrients to be absorbed better. Not only are the leaves great at uptaking liquid fertilizer, if your soil isn't very good or your pH is off, foliar feeding can help your veggies and fruit trees quickly get the nutrients they need to thrive. If you're ready to start foliar feeding for maximum growth yields and quality, head on over to urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves to see our selection of foliar feeding products. That's urbanfarm.org forward slash feed the leaves.